Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, the Black Caps showed plenty of grit and just enough quality to edge Bangladesh in that second test in Dhaka to rescue a series draw on Friday night. Let's face it, it didn't look like it was heading their way. Glenn Phillips starred with the bat in both innings, as well as picking up a few key wickets in that four-wicket win in the second test. More questions and answers have stemmed from the series with form selection and squad balance, some of the big talking points. Discuss that and more. Former New Zealand international Ronnie Hera joins us. Now, Ronnie, first of all, a left arm of yourself, you must have been welling up with pride when AJ's Patel and Mitch Satner were bowling so well. Yeah, different kind of left armers. I never really turned them, so... Um, <laughs> you could have there, mate. Nice you, you could have it in nice to, It was nice to see them, obviously, uh, use the facilities uh, to, to the good. Now, uh, Roddy, let's, talk, let's talk about Glenn Phillips. Uh, Glenn Phillips is uh, a batsman that we've admired at the, the T20 and the, and the one-day game. How have you found his uh, his performance now in the test side? I mean, he's a talented player. Uh, Glenn can do it all. Uh, he, uh, when I was lucky enough to play with him uh, for the Aces a few years ago, he was actually wicket-keeping. So um, wicket-keeping and batting, and now he's obviously added bowling to his, uh, uh, to his kit bag, and um, he's turning into a really good all-rounder. Um, it's nice to see him uh, get an opportunity a, um, in the test matches um, following on from his World Cup, uh, World Cup exploits, um, and I guess B just filling in as a, as a somewhat, I guess better option as than a, than a part-time spinner. Ronnie, obviously after the Test series that we've had in Bangladesh, the whole country's blowing up about what are we doing for spinners. Obviously, we can't prepare wickets that they've just uh, been on, or we don't want to prepare wickets that they've just been on. But is it a? It's a loaded question, mate. But how do we? I guess produce and uh, and promote spinners from our own neck of the woods. That when we go over to uh, places where it's obviously very conducive to spin bowling, that they are ready to to bowl us to victories uh, because that's what they're brought up doing. It's difficult, uh, Beaver, um, and I guess history shows you that we don't tend to play. Oh, I mean, in the recent history, anyways, we don't tend to play a frontline spinner in New Zealand. Uh, we play. Uh, the Michael Bracewell type uh, type player who can bat and bowl, and then you've seen the likes of Ratchan Ravindra who can uh, bowl and bat a little bit, uh, probably bat a little bit better than a little bit, um, and also um, Glenn. So those are the types of players that they tend to use, uh, middle order batters who can bowl spin. But in terms of frontline spinners, yeah, you're only looking at sort of each uh, Sodi and and uh, AJ Patel in New Zealand. And they don't seem to get the opportunities, um, mainly because the pitches are 
um, prepared in a way that we utilise uh, the likes of Wagner, the likes of Henry Southey, Bolt, uh, traditionally, uh, to take all the wickets. And the wickets don't tend to break up on day uh, day four and five and actually turn. So, um, you know, we're going to have to find a way to include them or um, produce some sort of um, facilities or wickets that, that start breaking up and, and hope that the game goes into the fourth and the fifth day. Um, AJ has shown up for a long time in, in domestic cricket. He's found a way to take wickets um, on the same pitches that they play in international cricket. So maybe it's just offering someone a prolonged, um, I guess, tenure in the team to to find a way to take wickets. Uh, Brendan McCullum's doing it with England and, and Jack Leach. Why can't we we find someone and give them a, a long opportunity? I was going to say, uh, Ronnie, because I, dare I say, if Shane Warne was born in Australia, and regardless of our decks here, we would be bowling him. He'd be a part of our cricket team every uh, every Test match. Now, is it just a case of just committing to the fact that, say, AJs, for example, you're our best, you're our best spinner. Uh, you're going to play the home Test series, and, and you might not always run through teams in New Zealand, but you're going to be a good enough bowler that you're going to hold up an end or create pressure. And then when we go overseas, you, you've played at this level so many times, and it's not foreign to you. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's about learning to bowl in different conditions. I mean, um, if AJS can do it in somewhere like um, New Zealand then, and find a way to take wickets, then surely it's going to be easier for him when he goes to, to other conditions in other countries, you know, the likes of England, which is somewhat similar, Australia, where, you know, it might get a little bit more bounce. But if you can find a way to take wickets in, in conditions that don't suit uh, or traditionally don't suit spinners, uh, when he goes to facilities or wickets that that turn a little bit more, then then of course he's going to find more benefit out of it. But it's just I think it's about uh, it's just about changing the selection policy I think and, and potentially giving someone a go. But I just don't think they potentially want to um, as a, as a New Zealand cricket setup currently. It'll take something drastic to to change that moving forward. Speaking with Ronnie here and, and Ronnie, the the situation we we heard uh, Craig McMillan speak. Uh, earlier today on SCNZ talking about why we don't take a horses-for-courses approach with batsmen, but we do uh, with bowlers. Obviously, there's been a lot of discussion uh, around whether uh, Nichols should have been picked uh, for that series over Ravindra. He's coming back now, Nichols, to uh, the home conditions where he has an average of 47 at home as opposed to 27 uh, away. Uh, would, would you think that that's something that's likely to be in the Black Caps' future, being able to go, on this deck we want someone who can... Uh, handle spin better or otherwise it, it certainly doesn't seem to be the way they they think or many nations think when it comes to selecting batsmen no you're right it does seem to be more of a bowling type thing for conditions and trying to exploit those um yeah it's funny i think when you look at the numbers like that and you look at records there's there's probably no reason um not to start thinking that way in terms of going away from home um it could probably be somewhat disruptive i guess if you've got the order changing all the time um, but you play hockey games at home, um, obviously. Um, so, you know, you have guys that are stronger in those conditions when the ball's bouncing a little bit more and a little bit more pace in the wicket. But then when the when the pace comes out of the out of the wicket and out of the bowling, um, it does take a different type of player and a different type of technique to be successful in those conditions. And I think you saw with the with the Black Cats batting lineup in, in Bangladesh that it did take different types of techniques to be successful. Like Kay Williamson in the first innings got 100, and then Glenn in the second uh, test, obviously being a somewhat more aggressive, was successful on that wicket. So it does take different types of uh, techniques and setups to be successful. So why not try and um, leverage those types of skill sets um, if they are floating around New Zealand? I guess the question is more, do we have those types of players around New Zealand? Can we can we start developing those types of players 
um, from domestic cricket um, and trying to find uh, opportunities for them to, to get experience. Ronnie, you, you touched on the batting a, a little bit there. Obviously, we came away from the World Cup with a, with a new superstar announced, uh, not only us, but the world and, and Ravindra. Do you see him getting his start and, and getting his time now in the, in the home test series? Uh, I think it'll only come at the expense of Henry Nichols. That's the only, that's the only spot that's up available uh, that I can see. Um, William, Williamson obviously a lock in. Mitchell's a lock in in the middle, middle top to middle order. Um, so there's only really Henry Nichols spot, and I can't see from what I've been hearing from the Black Cap selectors and, and New Zealand cricket um, that they're going to make any changes. So to answer your question, no, I don't see him getting an opportunity. Uh, would I like to see him have an opportunity? Yes. Um, but again, it comes at someone's expense, and I guess that, that that person would be Henry Nichols, and his record in New Zealand would suggest that he's actually quite a quite a good performer and performed well over a long period of time in New Zealand. So um, I don't see him getting opportunity, um, and I think Michael Brace was coming back shortly as well. So I think if you if you read between the lines, they 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 are picking on uh, through a loyalty sort of program, um, picking players that they uh, are used to picking. So. I assume Bracer will come back into the mix as soon as he's fit. Is that a fair one? Is it that policy of, of picking those who have done the job for you, or is uh, the Black Caps at a level now uh, with the depth within the the wider squad? We need to be picking on form. Like I mean, it, there's a chance that saying that uh, that I think it's necessarily the case. But Richard Ravinder puts himself. What more could he possibly do to put himself in that uh, that opportunity after proving himself in Indian conditions and not get selected? And Bangladeshi conditions, it's, it, that could be a blow to uh, blow to your confidence as well. We saw amazing uh, material from uh, Ajaz Patel, and then not played for a while, and it, it felt like it's taken kind of till now for him to bounce back to that kind of confidence. Yeah, it can be somewhat confusing for sure. And again, it, it does in terms of the individual basis, um, and yeah, in terms of confidence and trying to keep the momentum going and, and form. I guess for Ratchet, he can only go back to Wellington and, and start performing again and start getting some cricket under his belt because he hasn't played since the Black Caps obviously got knocked out of the semi-final of the World Cup. So that's been a few weeks away now. Um, there's a one-day series starting against Bangladesh in a few days, I think, um, and then that'll, that'll kick off and, and the summer will start get going. And I guess opportunities open up through injuries and, and, and potentially from um, loss of form, but it does seem that it takes a lot of loss of form to, to be dropped um, as a batter in the Black Cap side. The bowlers seem to get rotated a little bit um, so that's, that's somewhat natural in terms of like workloads and things like that. But yeah, it's very hard in terms of breaking into the Black Caps as, a, as an out-and-out batter and those opportunities need to be taken. And I think Ratchin obviously has a white ball cricket. Whether that translates over to red ball cricket um, remains to be seen, but Glenn Phillips has done it quite well. Um, I just think it's a, maybe a, an end of, end of a cycle. There's been a lot written in the last couple of weeks around the age of the Black Caps um, and, and, the, and the lack of players that are under... Under 25, under under 27, uh, everybody seems to be that that age and over. So they're going to have to bite the bullet at some stage and 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 start a new cycle and give these guys opportunities. Well, looking forward to when the Black Caps do come home, uh, being part of the summer cricket. Of course, you will find that summer cricket right here on SCNZ. Ronnie, here, I appreciate your time and your insights on this, and uh, let's hope that uh, we're going to see uh, the the Black Caps take a bit of that grit into this home series to uh, to really start to step up. And we, look, we all know it. Henry Nichols can be picked, right? Let's hope. I, I know there's some people out there that want to see him out of the side, and I was one that would have picked Ratchin Ravinder, but let me tell you, I, I hope, I, I really hope uh, that he does deliver 
uh, those kind of scores that he can do at home, Beef. And, and Beef, this, I think a lot of people like to turn this into a, a because you want to support uh, someone like Richard Ravindra being in the team, that means you should be anti-Henry Nichols. You can support both and like both without, and, and still think that somebody is the right person for the right moment. If that wasn't the moment for Ratchet and Ravindra, when will, when will be? Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I know Gary Stead comes under a lot of criticism too, but I actually, if I was a player and I was in and around that, the loyalty that he shows, and, and let's be honest, these boys have been at a fairly high level for a long time and have taken New Zealand cricket to places that uh, we could have only dreamt of for a long time. So to, to throw a few of them out, oh, it would be tough. I think it's great that all of a sudden we're talking about bringing, you know, maybe there's 15 guys in, in contention for a New Zealand test squad. Because, I mean, I remember as a kid and growing up through my teenage years, it wasn't so pretty watching the Black Caps. And it was, you know, three or four cricketers of world-class level and uh, whoever else you could throw out there. So, to be fair, where they are right now is a, is a pretty good spot. And Henry Nichols, for example, when he came onto the scene, wasn't he got the f- fastest Black Cap to a thousand runs or something? He had a prolific start to his career. And yep, Obviously, been for a few lean years, but I mean, if as you say, if he comes home and he scores runs, then he just goes again. I mean, he wouldn't be the first black cap to struggle overseas. Not in the We can't forget that, and uh, so, but I mean, there's so much to love about Ravindra. But, but at least with Ravindra hanging around, a lot of people saying this is an aging team. Who's coming in next? Well, at least we've got a we've got a glimpse of who knows. Maybe our next Kane Williamson. You know, is it? Because the manner, it was the manner in which he went about his work at that World Cup showed you uh, this is someone who's got a hell of a lot of confidence and is not going to be overawed. When he got to the 90s in those big games, he went harder and he looked even more composed. So that's what I loved about it. Once he got to the 90s, that was, uh, that was the special part for me. He certainly is the future, but should he be the present? That's what many people are thinking. Still to come this hour, we've got the cream of the crop and the weekend scorecard. Stick around.